Welcome to the Bliss Broker Podcast, a place to come and dive into the lives of people who've lived life's biggest moments and experiences, good and bad. Join us here every week as we focus on human interest pieces from all over the world. Tune in to get inspired, think outside the box, and find your bliss. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to another week of The Bliss Broker. How's everybody doing? I just got back from the beach. I know. I went to the beach to spend a few days with my childhood friend, and it was so much fun. We rode bikes and had some good food, had a lot of laughs, felt the cringiness of what is uh, the new revival of Sex in the City. <laughs> so if any of you out there felt that, feel free to send me a DM. We can kind of uh, riff on that a little bit. It was a little painful. I'm not real sure if I'm going to watch the next episode or not. We will see. But anyway, I felt felt good to refill my soul and my spirit and take a little break. I do stay very busy, like most of you probably do as well. And I had to remind myself in this last year that a lot of where I find my momentum and my productivity again is when I stop and just take a little bit of a breather, give myself a little bit of a time out. I know that you guys are all probably feeling that, you know, what our society pushes, that sense of hustle, that boss babe thing. And it's exhausting and it creates burnout and I can always tell when I'm getting a little bit irritable I start getting impatient when it comes to work and connection and networking I feel I start feeling myself wanting to hibernate and retreat and that's always a time for me to just take a take a step back and really use that moment to assess okay what's going on do I need space? Do I need a little bit of quiet time? Even if it's just two hours, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a big like to do. We've talked about that on this podcast before. It doesn't have to be go big or go home. It doesn't have to be all in or not at all. It, it can be, there can be baby steps. There can be a happy medium. There can be little tiny ways to find bliss in your life without it having to be a huge thing. In other words, if you want to take, a, say you want to have a self-care day, You can have just as much of a self-care day, you know, sitting at home, taking a hot bath, maybe painting your toenails as you could spending $350 going to a day spa. It's just all about your perspective, all about your priorities and what your end goal is. What are your intentions? So that being said, now that I've done a little bit of reboot on my soul and got a few days with my girlfriend, I want to come back and talk to you guys about what I have been thinking about. And I've told you for the remainder of what's left of 2021 and then going into 2022, my solo episodes, I'm basically going to be bringing you the things that are going on in my life and, and what I feel like I'm struggling with, what the any epiphanies that I'm having, things that I'm finding that I'm learning from life, teachable moments that I'm finding a, a lot of synchronicity. And I it just so happens that the, the stuff I want to talk to you about today very briefly are the synchronicities that I'm seeing around me going on, like the little life lessons, the nuggets that show up for us if we're paying attention. And really a lot of it is, is just having to stop and stop and pay attention. And, and sometimes we're too busy. Most of the time we're too busy to pay attention to what those little messages are. And it's such, you know, it's such a bummer because they're showing up for you every day in the littlest of ways. So I'm going to go ahead and get into it. I'm going to give you a little bit of an idea of what we're going to talk about today. So with everything that's been going on in my life, if you've not listened to the previous episodes, click back and listen to those get an idea of where I am. But you know, I've been going through, as you know, that feeling of who am I? Why am I? What am I? What what are my intentions? What are what are my goals? Who do I want to be? 
And, you know, just having a lot of real deep thought around who is Harmony. And obviously, you know, that brings up, it's almost like each time I answer a question about myself, it brings up another 10 questions. It's, it's, it's going in really deep and it's hard a lot of times. And so I know that if I'm frustrated and, and feeling overwhelmed by that, I know that a lot of you probably are as well. We all want to know as we get older, especially what's our purpose? Who are we? Why are we? What, what, what are we supposed to be doing moving forward? How do I do this thing called life? And it's, it's hard. It's, it's, you know, and there's these things that I'm learning and picking up on little life hacks. I like to call them. I find it very important for me to come in here and share them with you so that there's a possibility that whatever you're going through, maybe something I'm saying will resonate with you and you can incorporate some or all of the things that I'm talking to you about into your life and make it a little bit more pleasant because, you know, as you know, life is going to be lifing. <laughs> and if we're armed with the tools, it's a lot more pleasant than painful. And that being said, there was a point, actually I found it in my, in my book when I was looking to write down notes. It's from 3-16-2020. <sighs> wow. And hard to believe that that's almost two years ago. And it was a webinar that I took and I can't really remember a lot of the details around it. I just know that they brought up the concept of pain island versus pleasure island. And it was actually a webinar that I was doing not for self-help. It was more or less for coaching and how to incorporate who I am as a coach into the most productive way to help people that hire me. And I thought I would share some of the things with you today that I wrote down on March 16th of 2020 because I thought it was really interesting. And again, you guys might resonate with this, but the whole goal of this podcast today is to talk about what I was inspired by finding in my notebook, pain versus pleasure, right? Scarcity versus abundance, pros versus cons, rumination versus mindfulness, good versus bad. I mean, we can go on dark versus light. We could go on and on and on about that. And trying to understand is really taking a deep dive into that. And that's what a lot of us don't want to do. Because as I said, when you answer one question, you decide to take have the courage to answer one question about whatever it is personally to do with your personal life and to do with your personal identity, 10 more questions pop up. So I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to get into this today. So we're going to talk pain versus pleasure. We're going to then talk about purging. Once we have an awareness about our pain, our ideas around pain and the pains in our life, and the ideas of pleasure and the pleasures in our life, it's a good time to purge. You're basically taking inventory, right? And you guys have heard me talk about that before. So we're going to talk about what I'm specifically doing in my life is really focusing on pleasure versus pain and what in my life, long and short of it, is bringing me pleasure and what is bringing me pain. What makes me feel good versus what makes me feel bad and simplifying that as much as I possibly can. And then moving from that awareness into purging. And purging can be anything. It's something that I'm incorporating into the remainder of 2021. Purging relationships, purging acquaintances, purging people, my friends on Facebook, purging people that are following me on Instagram, purging clothing that I don't need or, or items in my home that just aren't serving me anymore. They're just sitting there taking up space and collecting dust. And then the uh, purging parts of myself, right? So purging parts of my identity that I'm holding on to that I've been attached to for a very long time, been trying to hold on to those for dear life because they've been a part of me for so long, but I'm having to purge those too. And in and, and reality, I've been purging those. And so in speaking on all the purging, 
I am then going to move us into the next level of what I'm talking about, into the grief stage and grieving all of that purge, grieving connections that we've had, grieving habits, grieving characteristics about who we are as a person that we've been carrying for decades, probably. And then from there, the positive part of it, which is fun for me to bring it all back around, is just to focus on that grief, sit in that grief, learn what you're going to learn from that grief, document that in whatever way you do that in your life, because we all do it differently. And then use that opportunity on what you've learned to step into your intention for 2022. And how are you going to move forward into 2022? What are you going to take with you and what are you going to leave behind? And that is physical and emotional. And it's scary. And so I thought I would come in here and talk to you a little bit about kind of what I'm doing in my life. And maybe, as I said, there's something that you can incorporate into your situations. I'm going to take these notes that I have and some of the things that I wrote down on Payne Island of things that I apparently was struggling with on March 16th of 2020 was feeling unlovable, dealing with imposter syndrome, that I was too broken. Whatever it is I'm trying to attempt is going to be too hard. What's the point of all of it? Having zero faith in any success, no willpower, no support from my inner circle, low self-esteem and low levels of confidence. Now, I know there's a lot of you are resonating with that. And then on the pleasure island part of it, I put self-love, that there is a part of me that feels empowered. I have the whole sense of clarity. I'm able to set healthy boundaries. I'm able to envision my successes and my wins. What I wrote here with a star next to it was to pay attention to my circle, pay attention to the people that I do have, not the people that I don't have. That I have a solid wellness schedule. Now at this point, I was already a year, well over a year into my new workout routine. Next up, I have an awareness about my movement and my fitness and the importance around that. And lastly, my desire for a healthy lifestyle. That was what Pleasure Island was. So there's Pain Island, Pleasure Island. And what I did during this webinar is basically focus my attention on the things in my life that I feel like bring me pain and the things in my life that I feel like bring me pleasure. And in doing that, I was able to connect the dots and see the things that I was doing that was bringing me pleasure and am doing to bring me pleasure, do more of that. And I simplified it at that time in my life, which I continue to do now, is focus on the things that make me feel good. It doesn't have to be an all out, bring out your journal, do some meditation, do all the things, make sure you write it in your calendar and just pay attention. Just be mindful of the moments that you make a good decision in your life. You're doing something that is serving you, that it, your whole body lights up. It feels good. And then on the flip side of that is pay attention to the choices that you make, the people that you're around and things like that that make you feel like shit and be mindful of that. And essentially, to keep it simple, which we all love, do more of the things that make you feel good, that light you up, and less of the things that make you feel like shit. So one example of that would be, oh my gosh, I love cereal. <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to be too old to love the concept of pouring a giant bowl of, I don't know, Frosted Flakes and gorging myself on it and, and enjoying it for that small window of opportunity. And then guess what? You guys know where I'm going with this. Very shortly after I've now gorged myself on the Frosted Flakes or whatever plethora of children's cereals that I love, I feel like shit. I have shame and guilt wrapped up in that. So guess what? What are some of the steps that I can take in my life that won't make those Frosted Flakes or other cereals or whatever? Could, it could be ice cream. It could be anything. Not as accessible for me. Set myself up for success rather than failure, right? 
take note of that. I want you to just make a little mental note if you're listening and you're somewhere you can jot it down. Right, just start being mindful of that. Start being mindful very simply of the things that make you feel good versus the things that make you feel bad. The ups, the downs, the good, the bad, the pros, the cons, right? Because one of the things that I spoke about in the beginning was going over those two extremes, right? Those polar opposites, pain, pleasure, scarcity, abundance, pro, con, rumination, and mindfulness. You'll notice that rumination, which is basically just hyper thinking about something, playing something on repeat in your brain, and ultimately that's going to lead you to feeling like shit. A lot of times the things that make you feel bad and the negative choices that you make are going to directly lead to rumination. And the things that you do that make you feel good breeds confidence. It breeds a free and clear mind. It breeds that empowerment. They're all connected. They're all connected. So I could go off on a tangent about that. I'm not gonna. I've told you guys I'm gonna start making the podcast a little bit shorter, like more short and sweet so you guys can pop in, grab a little nugget of information and pop out. So focus a little bit on the things that make you feel good versus the things that make you feel bad and just make a mental note. Do more of the things that make you feel good and less of the things that make you feel bad. Next up, purging. Now, as I said, purging can apply to anything. So for me, eating a big bowl of yummy, delicious <laughs> children's cereal, I know that by not having that in my home, it's going to make it a lot easier for me to stick to my goals and stick to the fact that I don't want to eat a big giant bowl of cereal. I do, but it's not good for me. It ultimately makes me feel bad. So I just don't bring it in the house. I know a lot of you don't have that option because you have kids and family and maybe roommates and things like that, partners that can eat that cereal without having that shame and guilt. So it is harder. But for me, living alone, it's easy to just not bring that stuff in. I don't bring regular milk in. I generally don't buy any cereal unless it's like a special occasion. And it's, it's usually a healthier cereal, a cereal that's not going to make me feel as heavy and not loaded down with sugar. So purging can apply to that. Purging can also apply to uh, maybe you've got an app on your phone that takes up way too much of your time. It could be anything. It could be a game. It could be social media platform. It could be a whole slew of possibilities because there's so many apps. There's an app for everything. Delete the app. Delete the app. Get rid of it. Purge it. If it's not serving you and you feel sh shame and guilt around the fact that you've been on that app for way too long and it's taking up time that you could be doing something else, then delete the app. Purge the app. I know that's easier said than done, but growth is not easy. Personal development is not easy. You've heard me say it's not for the faint of heart. So sometimes you got to make big moves. So purge what it is that doesn't make you feel good. That's not serving you. And again, I know this is easier said than done, but you've got to start somewhere. So I have been purging. I've purged platforms. I have purged people on my Facebook. I have purged, and that's nothing really personal. It's just a lot of that is to do with what's, what's going to serve me moving forward. What is the best way? And we'll talk about it later in the intention section is what's the best way that I'm trying to get to be the, my highest and best self or is what I'm doing in this particular situation good for and supporting who I want to be moving forward. If it is great. There's going to be feeling positive feelings around that. There's going to be your whole body's going to light up. If there's not, that's where that shame and guilt comes in and you're going to feel icky about it, right? So just pay close attention to that because I said all of these things are connected. The good and the bad, the pros and the cons. All they're all connected. Ruminating over something and being versus being mindful of something. They're all connected. So purge, purge, purge. Get rid of the things that aren't serving who you ultimately want to be, the highest and best version of yourself. And 
give yourself some grace. I do want to always say that. Give yourself some grace. It's not easy. The next step around this would be grieving whatever it is that you purged. Whatever habits you've had, whatever interpersonal relationships that you've had, that you still have, that you know aren't serving who you ultimately want to be, there's going to be grief around that. Even if you're purging something that you don't necessarily think is bad, and I've just had some conversations with friends about this, you may be purging a part of you. Maybe it's just a characteristic you have about yourself. Maybe it's a habit. Maybe it's a a, a friendship. But there's going to be good or bad grief wrapped up in closing out that one portion of yourself. I've been experiencing it because I've been a certain type of harmony. I've been, I have characteristics and things that relate directly to that avatar that don't serve me anymore. And I find myself not only now, but have been grieving, dropping those parts of my personality that, that they're just not needed anymore. They don't serve who the woman I want to be tomorrow. So I've been dealing with that grief and it's not been easy. It's it's definitely, there's been some eye-opening moments and just really looking at myself under a microscope, not just looking at myself, but looking at the choices that I make under a microscope. And that's never easy, but it is required to be able to move forward and level up the way that we want to. We all want to. It's just not everybody can do it. And that's why I'm here because I want to support your growth. So, I mean, I know, and I know you hear people say this, if I can do this, you can do this. If I can step outside of some of the shitty things I used to do and the terrible choices I used to make, you can do this too. I promise because I considered myself for a very long time weak-minded when it came to a lot of things. And now I find myself standing strong and being able to continue with some longevity and things that are good for me. And I didn't really ever think I was going to be able to do that. So, you know, and there's a huge backstory there, which we're going to be coming into that a lot more as 2022 comes, because I'm going to, I'm going to make space for those stories to be retold in a brighter and more clarified way so that you guys can gain, you know, so in other words, the podcast episode I put out on something in particular three years ago, I'm going to be able to do that with a lot more clarification and quite honestly, transparency moving forward, knowing what I know now as a podcaster than I could have done three years ago. So stick around for all of that because I want you to be able to use the things that I've experienced and learned the hard way. I want you to be able to hear those stories, my stories, so that you can see the possibility in your life. There's not one of you listening right now that does not have the ability to become the best version of yourself, that vi- that version of yourself that you envision when you're feeling like shit. You're just wishing you had this or you look like that or you could be like that. You have that in you. If you can envision it, you can become it. There's it, there's no doubt in my mind because I'm, I'm living it. So stop right now if you're telling yourself, no, Harmony, that's just no. I'm telling you, if you can envision it in your mind, it's a possibility. So once you've had that grief, then it's focusing on that grief, right? Like I said, sitting in that grief, which is uber uncomfortable. It's, it's something that I've had to focus on because what we like to do as a society and as a human race is we like to busy ourselves. And as soon as we start really thinking about our relationships, our jobs, our goals, our need for more movement and healthier food, it's, It's like somebody literally just put a ton of bricks on your back. It's overwhelming. It's anxiety inducing. It's something that we just want to sweep under the rug (laughs) and go back and scroll on Facebook or sweep under the rug and go back and watch our TikToks. 
and get our giggles in and, you know, all the things. Sweep under the rug and go down to happy hour. You guys know it. We all do it. We sweep it under the rug so that we don't have to deal deal with it because dealing with it is hard. And that's why, again, I always say personal development and growth and self-actualization are not for the faint of heart. It requires courage. And you all have that too. It's just a matter of being mindful of of focusing on that. It's just about you being aware. That's all it is. You have the ability to do it. It might take a few attempts. As I say, it takes more than one push to knock a refrigerator over. You're going to go, you're going to feel like you're gaining two steps and you're taking 10 steps backwards. And that's, it's normal. It's, we all go through that. I'm still in that process of where I have days where I wake up and I feel like I've made all this headway. And then a week later, something happens and life happens. And I feel like, what's it all for? I find myself in that darkness again. But at least knowing what I know now, I have the tools to pull myself out of that. And that is why I show up here on the Bliss Broker podcast to share these things with you. So you know, when that moment hits, it's going to go away. It's temporary. Everything is temporary. The good, the bad, the ugly, they're all temporary. So the next time you find yourself in that state of overwhelm, like what's it all for? What's the point? It's easier just to be who I am right now. Let it pass. Let it pass. Just like that craving for the big double layer of chocolate cake that you want to eat at 11 o'clock at night. Yes, by you, I mean me. (laughs) Let it pass. It will pass. So once you focus on that grief, you sit in that grief, you take what you're going to take from that grief, which there's a lot of nuggets of information and a lot of life lessons in there. Then you've got the ability to set your intentions. You've got your ability to sit back, set your intentions about who you want to be, write it all down wherever you see fit, put it on audio, put it in your journal, put it on your computer, put it in your phone, put it on a post-it and stick it on your mirror. Just be mindful of what knowing what you've learned from focusing on the good versus the bad, focusing on what brings you pleasure versus what brings you pain. Focusing on the pros versus the cons, focusing on things you ruminate and stew over that make you feel anxious or sad or angry versus just being in a state of peaceful mindfulness, focusing on all of that, purging the things that aren't serving all of the positive sides of that. So purge the things that bring you pain, purge the things that contribute to a scarcity mindset. Purge the things that are cons in your life and purge the things that make you ruminate. And once you've purged those, you're going to be grieving. So sit in that grief, be mindful of that grief, focus on that grief until it's not uncomfortable anymore. And then use the information that you learned about yourself by sitting in that grief and set that intention. Set the intentions for who you want to be moving forward. Set the intentions for what things you can incorporate into your life that are going to serve you becoming your highest and best self. That's it, y'all. That's it. Just a hit and run. I just wanted to pop in and drop a little bit about what's going on with me. I've got a lot of information that I want to share with you guys about the Kabbalah concept of Zimzum. I was going to actually put some of that in this episode tonight, but after being on my podcasting all-stars accountability group call tonight and talking a little bit just briefly to them about my goal and it being in the podcast this week, I had an epiphany and I realized I would really like to do a longer episode on that and bring somebody in that that's their area of expertise. Because I'm looking at the concept of Zimzum from a more layman, like how to incorporate it into my lifestyle. But there's this whole beautiful side of Zimzum that is rooted in the Kabbalah 
it's just making space. And, and I kind of touched on that a little bit tonight when I talked about the purge, you know, the, the second step of what I talked about today, which was purging. That is basically you're making space. When you purge, whatever that is that you've purged, it could be anything. When you purge something that's not serving you, you're opening up space in your life for something new to come in. And that's always a good thing. So to recap, step one, focus on what brings you pleasure versus what brings you pain. Step two, purge the things that are not serving you in your life to help you become your highest and best self. Third, grieve the things that you purged. It's okay. And also how you used to be. Four, set your intentions for who you want to be moving forward. Take everything you've learned in the previous steps and focus on who you want to be going into the next chapter of your life. 